You're listening to Illini Life Audio, messages from a community of Christian believers on the campus of University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. For more audio and video content, visit IlliniLife.org. All right. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for being here. As Casey mentioned, I'm Sarah, new on staff. Um, I graduated in May 2016 uh, from the and I got my master's in fine arts, so that picture up there is me in one of the interactive light installations that I did. So I'm excited about it. We have like a full month. Anyways, I'll get to the point. So I grew up in Wisconsin. I grew up in what you'd probably call like a nominally Christian household, uh, just Christian by name. We went to church every once in a while when we were up early enough. Um, but I didn't know Jesus personally. Uh, I wanted to believe in God. Uh, but I just didn't know, you know, how to do that. And then when I was nine, uh, my parents got divorced, and it was a really hard experience, and I remember for the first time just really praying to God, you know, like, are you providing? Can you just give me peace and comfort? And I heard nothing, felt nothing, so I was like, well, God's not there. And the church was, um, I felt very isolated within the church. Uh, I saw a bunch of hypocrisy, a bunch of judgment, and so I just became very bitter and angry. Uh, I was angry at God. I was bitter towards his people. I would say I was probably what you would call an antagonistic atheist. So very much like, oh, you're a Christian? Let me tell you how much uh, your religion sucks. In uh, <laughs> in all honesty, that was my attitude um, for most of my adolescent years. But uh, the flip side was I kind of prided myself on being super accepting of people and loving people. And so um, in undergrad at the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater, I met this really awesome person. Her name is Sherea. And uh, she was in the painting program. I got my bachelor's of fine arts there. And I just knew immediately, like, I need to be that girl's friend. She looks super cool. And uh, we just got along instantly and she was super caring and encouraging and then I remember the first time we got coffee and got to know one another she was like I'm a Christian I'm like okay <laughs> I thought you were cool um but really I think uh we stayed friends because she was just such a positive influence in my life and I think in many ways she began to soften my heart towards God uh because the honest truth was whoa not gonna cry um even though I accepted people and loved people, I did not love myself. Um, <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, in reality, I had been self-harming and numbing since middle school. I was highly suicidal, and I just felt completely worthless, damaged, and without hope. And in my final year of undergrad, I was a for my senior show, uh, I was just under a lot of stress, and I began to lose control. I pretty much couldn't focus. I was unable to sleep. I just had racing, obsessive thoughts, and a week prior to the show's opening, I pretty much lost it. Um, To my surprise, I have bipolar disorder, and I was experiencing my first manic episode, Um, and there is nothing more terrifying than losing control of your mind. Uh, So basically, I hit my lowest of lows, um, but in that darkness, uh, God just showed up, and 
he spoke hope. And I felt his presence like never before. And I knew in my soul that what he spoke was true hope. So needless to say, I pretty much went to my friend Teray and was like, oh, I think God exists, so tell me more. <laughs> She's like, here's my study Bible. <laughs> so for like basically a whole year, I read like the whole New Testament. I read books by Lee Strobel, Timothy Keller. I just needed to learn. I needed to figure it out. Um, because I had convinced myself that the whole resurrection thing was a conspiracy theory. Uh, I was like, that didn't really happen. Um, but upon all my reading, it just, somewhere along the line, it just clicked. And I was like, whoa, this actually happened. This is true. Well, if the resurrection's true, then everything else about Jesus is true. And I just was all in. So April 2013, I was baptized at my home church in Wisconsin. And four months later, I started grad school here. And uh, as I mentioned, for my MFA, it was like the first week on grad school, and I met Susie Speakout. It was Speakout, but now it's Miller. At a table outside of the bookstore, filled out a card. Then Lindsay Hennings, I'm not sure if she's here. Maybe she's not. Okay. No. Um, She followed up with me and uh, invited me to this thing called Fall Preview, which is like this event where you come and sing songs and find out what ILAP's all about. And I remember that very specifically because I met two really cool people. One, Russ Dietrich. Uh, <laughs> I remember our conversation. He was like, oh, you're an artist. I'm an artist, too. I want to do, like, this arts ministry thing. I was like, okay, cool. And then I met my super awesome best friend, Kate Norcross. Uh, she was just – I think I was blown away by how, like, enthusiastic she was. I was like, whoa, okay, that's cool. You seem nice. And uh, – <laughs> Pretty much, I life became my home after that. Um, I just was really involved, and in, by extension, I life just became my family as well. Um, I felt like I had sisters like Kate Norcross, Jessica Way, and Lynette Strickland, and then the Klepper family. I really felt like, in some way, I kind of had been adopted into their family. Um, Tim and Kyle are amazing mentors, and little Peter and Eleanor were like nephews and nieces to me. Um, And I think just throughout all of grad school, I felt God just gently nudging me to kind of think more seriously about ministry and possibly going on staff. And I felt very much of a calling for the arts. Um, And so I think it was my final semester of grad school. Russ and I did this thing called the Artist Bible Collective. (laughs) It was short-lived but had a really good purpose. Uh, I think it solidified for me that this was my path. And this was my calling. Um, so I pretty much obeyed God. And I was like, all right, we're going to do this. I graduated. A few months later, I started raising support. For those of you who don't know, all staff, we have to raise support to come on staff. It's really hard. <laughs> so one thing you should know if you think about it. But amongst that challenge, I grew a lot spiritually. I really depended how, like, I really learned how to depend on God for trusting in everything, provision, everything. And it was so worth it, even though it was really hard. Uh, So I was released on campus uh, at the start of the semester. Uh, Let's see here. Funny story. If I would have time traveled and met old me in undergrad like five, seven years ago and been like, hey, you're going to be a campus missionary someday, I'd have been like, ha-ha, you're crazy. Um, 
But really, I can't think of doing anything else than what I'm doing and serving God this way. And by no means have I made it or arrived. I really am just getting started. And I'm figuring out a lot. I'm figuring out how to do ministry well by being sensitive to the Holy Spirit's leading. Um, Right now, I'm working through a lot of childhood trauma and allowing God, uh, Jesus, to come in and heal those old wounds. And um, I'm just really learning what it means to be loved as a child of God by my Heavenly Father. And I have a lot more to grow in, and there will be hard times ahead, but I'm trusting God in the process and placing my hope in the blood of Christ as he redeems my past and sanctifies me for his good purpose and will. So that's my story, part of my story. (laughs) 